Hey, Teresa, do you want to do a live Schmanners? Let's fun do it. It's Schmanners! I almost forgot my comedy juice. Well, now I can't remember how our intro starts. Well, welcome to Schmanners. Welcome to Schmanners. Oh, that's it. Hello, Internet. Welcome to Schmanners. It's extraordinary etiquette. For ordinary occasions, hello, my dove. Hello, dear. Welcome to Nashville. Thanks. I did my hair extra big for the occasion. Yeah, you did great. I'm just worried that you're too beautiful, and it's going to make me look bad. Oh, go on. I'm really mad at you. Um, I didn't know about the big hair thing. I think I could have gotten another six or eight inches if I had known. Uh, but we don't talk unless we're recording it. <laughs> That's how we make the big bucks. That's true, and it's how we keep it fresh. Yeah. Hello. Hi, Nashville. You did that already. I know, but it's always like a guaranteed, like, cheap kind of response. Like, hey, Nashville! But that's good, because we can keep falling back on this, because uh, we didn't know we were going to do a Schmanners until about 45 you minutes ago. You don't have to tell anyone that. <laughs> now all these people know. Oh, no! <laughs> going to need you. You know, Travis, what? I think the one thing uh-huh. that we did not put on our registry for our wedding... Money? No, we did that. We did that. A fondue set. Yeah, we're talking about fondue. fondue. There was like some... There were... Somebody gasped in the audience. <gasps> They're doing it! Yeah! But we, we did We did not. There was actually... I, when I worked at... Um, oh, God. I had to remember which retail establishment I wanted to talk about. It was Sears. I've worked... A couple. Because I'm a millennial. Um, is that a thing? I don't, it's not important. Um, they, they, they did this thing at Sears where there was like, um, they do this thing every time where it's it, it, near the holidays, it's like the cheapest boxed thing. And it's like a coin counter. For some reason, a coin counter is always in there and like slippers. And one of them was a fondue set. And like it was, one of those mini ones? Yeah. And it was the cheapest. Oh, I can't curse poopiest um, kind of thing. It was just feces. And it was... <coughs> that's worse, isn't it? Yes, oh, no. Much worse. But it was, like, really flimsy and poorly made. I think I tried to use it once with a can of Sterno, and it discolored it so bad Ooh. that I was like, never again. And I also think I didn't... I think I just put whatever... This was before Teresa. This was uh, BT. Um, <laughs> and so it was before I was cultured and great. And I think I just threw, like, 
some, I don't know, probably Cheez-Its. I'm an idiot. In there or whatever. But, like, I just threw some, like, shredded cheese and was like, and melt. And I know now, thanks to Alton Brown, that that's not how fondue works. There is a little bit of an art in choosing your cheeses. You also have to... Wait. You all stop listening for a second. Do you have to put, like, oil? You can't. Not with the cheese. But that's another. You can also fondue with hot oil. How do you keep... How do you keep the cheese on melty and viscous? It's Stop hot. listening! <laughs> this is between me and my wife. My wife. <laughs> no. Have you guys seen that movie? Have you guys seen Borat? I think you really like it. It's, I think so, it's real. With, with a fondue set, um, you don't just get a pot and some forks. You usually get some sort of like stand that you put it up on, and then uh-huh. you can put one of those cans or a tea no, light I know you, even underneath, and it stays warm. I know it warm. needs heat. I'm not a child, but what happens when you bake it? (laughs) Okay, okay, so at the end of the night, Uh when most of the cheese is gone... You dump um, it in the yard. No. (laughs) There is usually a a crust-like cheese down at the bottom, and no, it's good. It's considered considered a delicacy. It's got everyone's, like, finger stuff in it. No, 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 you don't. Okay, that's one of the things we're going to talk about. No fingers. No fingers. Okay. Hey, let's start at the beginning here. Okay, I thought um, we were. I know nothing, Bills. As usual. Whoa! Whoa! I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Okay. Even though you're ignorant. <laughs> about fondue. Thank you. <laughs> there are many things that I know about. Yes. Okay. Let me list them. <laughs> please, please, focus. So, um, fondue is a very famous après-ski snack, that which oh, means no. after skiing, right? Sorry. Why not just I'm say sorry. after ski? Well, because, you know, the French and the Swiss and the, oh. you know, European, it needs to be special. Okay, so that's the thing. And probably French. But it probably started as more of a Swiss, Swiss peasant dish. Which, uh, Wait, which hold on. we it, find a lot of these things do. This right? is going to sound like I'm making a joke, but this is honestly something I assumed. It didn't start in like the 60s and 70s? No, it was way before that. Listen, when you have something that's as simple as melt some cheese and dip some bread in it, it starts a lot longer back than the 70s. All right. Y'all didn't know that. It, I would say at least three other people were going, I assumed. The first reference in a cookbook that, m- that people have found is probably the late 17th century. Step one, melt cheese. <laughs> Step two, make friends. Reverse those, actually, because if you start melting the cheese and you don't already have the friends, car before the horse. Yes, I think that fondue for one is really sad. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, now I have to picture that. So it was probably... And the bread, like, falls off the fork, and it's just like, what do I do now? It was probably a way to use up stale bread and bits of cheese and, you know, kind of make it all warm and gooey and nice. And old forks. (laughs) (laughs) But the word fondue uh, didn't really appear until a little later, which in French means melted. Okay. They it is a better word than melted. Yes. 
Melted sounds like in the same realm as defeated. <laughs> it was melted. Oh, that's too bad. When okay. have you, aside from cheese and chocolate, is there chocolate, a thing that we're gonna get? We'll get there. there. But is there a thing that's melted and people are like, yes, better? Snow. Mm. That could go either way. Are we talking day one? Because day one snow is great. Day 10 snow melted is awesome. There's a realm. You know what? This isn't a snow podcast. Let's focus back. <laughs> okay. So it's, it's probably a lot older than the 70s. But when fondue really came. Thanks, honey. <laughs> when fondue really came into its own was after World War I. Why? Well, um, so there wasn't a lot of money to go around in Europe, and so there wasn't a lot of, like, trade across borders. So something started called the Association of Swiss Cheese Export Fir Firms. Wait. Roll that back. Okay. Swiss Cheese Export, Export firms. firms. Those parties were crazy. <laughs> So we it's just we were like, do you money. export cheese? I export cheese. Friends. Yes, sort of. Okay. They, they wanted to make cheese kind of popular again so that people would buy it because Europe was very poor at the time. Why was there ever a time where people were like, mm, cheese. Mm, mm. It's like top five. So they were giving... You are here first, folks. <laughs> cheese. Top five. <laughs> top five what? That's up to you and your heart. In 1912 and 1913, uh, this was really the only two years that the Association of Swiss Cheese Export Firm existed. And then those, it just got too big to fail. <laughs> uh, but then it failed. They were given Disproving my theory. <laughs> I will let you finish your cheese thing. Thanks. They were given the responsibility of calculating cheese quotas based on the cheese sales. Well, you know, <laughs> no. somebody has to. I know, but just let me like, how much cheese do you guys think people want? <sighs> Eight? At this point, they formed a Swiss cheese union, which was more like a cartel, actually. You like your cheese with holes in it? No, I'm not actually. Oh, I think. <laughs> you, we've already established you cannot do accents. This is correct. I just kind of have a general accent accent. <laughs> just not Travis's voice. Yeah. I'm a different. <laughs> I smoke eight packs a day. And I'm Swiss. <laughs> I might also be Oscar the Grouch. I've been doing a lot of Sesame Street books. I think that there's a middle in there. I can do Elmo. That's about it. I do a solid Elmo. Now you have to do it. I'm Elmo. Thank you. Okay, so this cartel. Oh, right? I, I, I can also do Grover. <laughs> we got to focus up. We only got 13 minutes. Focus up. Okay. This, this cartel used newspaper ads, brochures, film, radio, and television. They used film. They made films about cheese. Whole films. Crazy. Anyway, um, and they had a slogan that was actually really popular at the time. Fondue is good and gives a good mood. Okay, here's the thing. Y'all laugh, 
but Got Milk was a really popular campaign. Yeah. So if the campaign had just been fondue is good, I think everyone was like, ha, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, fondue is good. Okay. Um, so then let's talk about the United States. So finally. 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 In 1939, the Swiss Pavilion of the World's Fair in New York, and then again it was reintroduced because, you know, the United States is pretty slow on the uptake on these things. Am I right? (laughs) It was was then again at the World's Fair in 1964, and finally people were like, oh, fondue is good. This is the thing. I think it, it, it got a bad rap because, like, when I think of fondue, I think of, like, a very outdated, dorky kind of thing but when you think about it communal food party if you just said that like that's every party i guess every party like we're all gonna share food right and i don't know why fondue like i think (laughs) when i think fondue party the other phrase that enters my head is key party yeah very popular in the 70s yeah and a lot of sharing Cross-dipping. Both of those parties. Oh, no. That's me trying to erase the thing I just said. (laughs) It is important that you share. Yes. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hope you are enjoying our surprise schmanners on tour. Yeah, it was a live show we recorded in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, if you sh- didn't already know that by the the multiple calls out to Nashville. Nashville. Um, but we're going to take a quick break from that live episode to this. Uh, some thank you notes. Uh, we want to say thank you to our sponsors this week. Uh, we are sponsored by Texture. The Texture app delivers unlimited access to over 200 premium magazines. Texture has leading titles like Time, The Atlantic, The New Yorker, Vanity Fair, and Wired. And right now, you can try Texture for free. For free? For free. Just imagine having your favorite magazines and their back issues anytime, anywhere. And not having a whole stack of magazines. Right. (laughs) Better for the environment, better for your back, so you don't have to carry all those magazines around. So start your free trial Go to texture.com slash schmanners. If you choose to continue, podcast li- listeners will get Texture for just nine ninety nine a month. That's oh, that's over 30% off their listed price. That's a great deal. All those magazines, all that stuff, nine ninety nine a month. That's less than you pay for all those subscriptions. And this sounds like it would make a great gift uh, gift for the holiday season. Yeah, th- there are great gift options available for the holiday season. So go to texture, T-E-X-T-U-R-E dot com slash schmanners to start your free trial today. That's texture.com slash schmanners. One more time, texture.com slash schmanners. Our second sponsor this week is First Leaf, which is a wine subscription service that we got to try out. And let me tell you why I liked it. I liked it because we get, first of all, we got three wines for $5 each, and it's like a $20 value for each of these bottles of wine. And um, the way that their that their service works is you get the wines, and then you have your little online profile that you can rate each of the wines, telling them, you know, what it is that you liked and how much you liked it and what you didn't like and why you didn't like it then they will be able to 
customize your next shipment for wines that you'll like even better. So it's like a, a cycle of just getting better and better wines. Until eventually you get the wine that finally makes you your perfect you. The dream <laughs> that you drink and you just melt. But like in a good way, you know, like positive melting. So for you to get your introductory three pack of wine for only $15, like I said, $5 each, go to tryfirstleaf.com slash schmanners. So like I said, three bottles of wine, 15 bucks, tryfirstleaf.com slash schmanners. And you can experience First Leaf today at tryfirstleaf.com slash schmanners. Uh, we won't be back at the end of the episode, so we wanted to let you know our topic now. We are going to do uh, start a new series, much like our wedding series. Um, and I think we're doing a dating series, but we haven't picked that up in a while. Um, we're going to do a series. You know, this might be incorporated into the dating series. Yeah, that's fair. This, this it's top- a sub-series within the dating series, I'm going to say. Okay, fair enough. This is PDAs, or Public Displays of Affection. Um, so if you have a question about that, you can email us, or you can tweet at us at SchmannersCast. Uh, and this topic was suggested by Miguel. Thank you, Miguel. Um, yeah, so I think now we'll head back to Nashville. And we hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Hey there, folks. I'm writer and performer Dave Holmes, and I host International Waters, where we pair a team of comedians in L.A. against a team of comedians in London in a pop culture trivia battle royale. Comedians like Chris Fairbanks. Yeah. I have a, a metal hip. Oh, that's right. Yeah. How's that going? I'm part uh, robot. It's You're great. more machine than man. It feels yeah. great. I'm mostly man still. Okay. <laughs> that depends on where I'm at, though. Lauren Lapkus. But I do think if you're working with dead bodies all day, maybe a dog would be more appealing than marrying a man. Yeah, I right. Think so. Like, it's like, oh, this is going to get really sad at some point. So yeah. maybe I'll just marry Seriously. a dog and replace it. Cut, a lot of cuddling. Yeah. A lot of cuddling. And many more. Join us every other week on International Waters with me, Dave Holmes. Find it on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you sad and confused about world politics? Worried about the upcoming inevitable nuclear war? Or maybe a rat is living in your house? There's a rat living in my house. How do you get rid of a rat from a house? Why not immerse yourself in a completely fictional, imagined podcast for the beef and dairy industries? It works for me. The Beef and Dairy Network podcast is the number one podcast for those involved or just interested in the production of beef animals and dairy herds. Don't worry, it's funnier than it sounds. Find us at beefanddairynetwork.com or maximumfund.org or wherever you get your podcast from. Oh, God, there's the rat. Oh, God. Um, so at that point, pretty much every registry had a fondue pot on it, like, I think my parents had like three or four different fondue pots, different sizes, different kind of pot One you know, for materials. cheese, one for chocolate. Yeah, and you can really make a three to four course kind of meal over it. So you can have cheese, you can have hot oil, you can have chocolate. I've even seen melted marshmallow fondue. Get mm. out of the town. Delicious. You know, I was actually about to say you could put queso in there, but that's, that's cheese. cheese. It's just cheese. <laughs> I'm not yeah. proud of myself. All right, so let's go on to the etiquette of a fondue party. Don't put your whole hand in there. <laughs> Two reasons. One, it's really hot. Hot, super hot. And two, that's gross. Don't well, eat with yeah. your hands. That's why they have the little forks. 
Unless it's fondue for one. Go to town. Eat it like a big old bear. We've already decided that fondue for one no, is listen, not a good but idea. But you're not going to get sadder than fondue for one. So if you eat it like a bear, I actually think that just takes it up a notch. It's like, this is just for me. Right? And then I'm going to hibernate. <laughs> if you eat all that cheese by yourself, you're probably going to go to sleep. Yeah, and then wake up with your own farts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Traditionally, and I say this a lot, but traditionally they say that you should stir clockwise or in a figure eight pattern so that you keep the cheese homogenized um, because not all of the cheeses you're going to use are pasteurized and homogenized. Um, a lot of people throw in like fontina or a blue cheese in there and those tend to separate a little bit. So you do want to keep it stirring. Um, and then when you do dip something, usually the first course is cheese and bread. When you dip your bread in the cheese, you twirl it on your fork because having that string from the pot to the fork is a no-no. Do you submerge fully or is it kind of a half dunk? If you can keep the bread on your fork by submerging fully, go to town. Have as much cheese as you want, but I don't think it's going to work out. Like a scoop maybe would be better than a dunk. Maybe like you... You dip, you come, you come in at an angle. Don't let the cheese see you coming. Don't, yeah. You sneak up on the cheese, come up over the table, just boop, boop. Sure. That's just a pro maneuver for me to you. Um, but try really hard not to lose your bread in the cheese. Or you have to pay for the next one. No, but. Oh, I thought that was an actual thing. I wasn't trying to make a joke. There's something. Oh, there is something. Yeah. Again, traditionally. If you dip your, your, cheese, your bread in the cheese and you lose your bread, then the rest of the table gets to tell you what to do. Key Usually party. it's kissing. Eh. Hey. Eh. And that's when it gets so weird. Because <laughs> there's nothing sexier than being full of cheese. Hot cheese. Most mm. often, it's usually a kiss or like a lap around the room or like, you know, those. We, we talked about this in the games episode, remember? No, I do. Okay. You look so. Uh, but we didn't talk about cheese games. I don't know what, your, what this is. This is your forfeit from your games, oh, yeah, yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah. We yeah, had yeah, a yeah. games episode, and when you lose or make a mistake, you have a forfeit, and the rest of the group gets to tell you something embarrassing to do. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like invest in something dumb. Oh, oh, I put my money in Hot Pockets. <laughs> Actually, Hot Pockets are doing really good. Hot Pocket Futures, you heard it here first. Again, traditionally, drinks with your, your bread and cheese should be white wine, not super chilled, because there was this thing I read about where if you eat warm cheese and drink cold wine, it'll kind of congeal in your stomach. I don't think that that's true. Right. That is fair, because I think by the time it makes it down there, it's body temperature. Yeah, probably. Uh, so and also, wine. how would you know? <laughs> like, it's not like, it's not like it expands and so you explode. Tummy troubles? I mean, cheese. You're eating of, a bunch of cheese. Cheese kind of gives a lot what? of people tummy it's troubles. A, I'm having alcohol and cheese. Why do I feel like crap? <laughs> huh. You can also have kirsch, uh, which is oftentimes, uh, it's a liqueur. Thank you. Um, Oftentimes also added to the cheese, so it would make sense that kirsch would be good to drink with it. Do they do like beer cheese fondue? That seems yeah, like you a can thing. do beer yeah. cheese fondue, and beer would go great with beer cheese fondue. Yeah. 
Or you can have, uh, it's also traditional to have herbal tea because, again, we talked about. Ew! Well, it was an after ski snack. You want something nice and toasty. I know, but why is that so gross to me? Like having some jasmine oolong and cheese. I think it would be good. Nice hot tea. Mmm. So the thing that I told you about, remember how you talked about that kind of crust at the bottom? This mm. is another, like, rule of fondue. Cheese um, leavings. <laughs> it's called la rigueuse. Yeah, it is. Wait, say it again. La rigueuse. Does it mean cheese leavings? Uh, Hi, no, I'm I th- cheese leavings. I think it's something, it looks like religious. Is it cheese religion? <laughs> At the bottom is cheese Jesus. I think. Jesus, excuse me. Jesus. Jesus. Honey, the bottom of the pot. He's back. It's a delicacy, so I think it's like the divine, the delicious. Uh, The best cheese. The best cheese. With all the breadcrumbs in it. Man, I guess if the bread's good enough. Yeah, it's great bread. I don't know why that... Why is that upsetting to me? I dip the cheese, uh, bread and cheese. That's fine. But that some bread might be left in the cheese at the end of the night is gross to me. I don't know. Mm. So uh, I wanted to do a kind of wiki how of how to wiki do how. fondue. Wiki, wiki how. Yes. So you take your fork and you, uh, you would put the bread or sometimes people, apples or any meat? kind of vegetables. Vegetables, meat. If it was already cooked, I suppose you could dip the meat in the cheese. Is that where you get the the, the hot oil? oil. Yeah, Yeah, you could cook meat in hot oil. Uh, You put it on your fork. You dip into the pot. sneak up. Sneak up on it. Dip into the pot. And then, after you have made sure there's no strings, you take your second fork, your eating fork, and you pull it off of the fondue fork and eat it from your plate. Oh. This is not, not a dip. Eat dips because you wouldn't want to put a fork back in that had your mouth leavings on it, and it'd be really hot. Well, really also hot. that if uh, you're a coward, <laughs> you know, I say that I don't eat any food hot, so I it'd like be, my food room temperature because I like to taste it and I don't want to burn my tongue. Back off, Nashville. <laughs> Come on, it'd be really hot, so you, nobody wants you to burn yourself. So that's why... Except the Joker. <laughs> you are on fire. Tonight. I know. I'm just... Uh, God, I, I'm hopped up on loving you. Aw. Thanks. Um, yeah, I'm cute. <laughs> but after that, I mean, you can make kind of a house rules deal, you know? I mean, have fun with it. Don't put your fingers in there. That's no. gross. But anything else, whatever you want to serve with it, whatever you, uh, if you want to do the chocolate fondue, which was introduced um, later after 1964, um, specifically for Americans, because, you know. Let's be honest. (laughs) We like to eat. Um, Is there a special kind of chocolate you can use? Because I imagine, like, if you're doing, like, it would burn one you do need to set it a little lower because you don't want the chocolate to burn and you also don't want it to separate Ooh, gross yeah and yeah. if you're doing a chocolate fountain that's got to be especially liquefied chocolate right chocolate fountain is not really fondue it's I mean, upside it's down more... fondue let's not draw a line here we're talking about dipping food in chocolate it's not like chocolate fountain's like ooh, how chocolate gosh. fountain is more pageantry than fondue i don't want to have this argument again teresa 
every week. So, I mean, that's really just the way that that fondue, the cheese. Is there cold I can think of it. Fondue crumbles, cookie, no? And no, no, that's the way the it. fondue boils. Mm, don't, don't boil, boil. Your No, fondue. don't boil. <laughs> Is there cold? Could you do cold fondue? Like, isn't... Go with me here for a second. All I'm picturing is like a bowl of chocolate syrup. No, no, no. Go with me here. Isn't... Isn't dipping cookies in milk cold fondue? <laughs> oh, no. Because... I remember, thought I had it. Remember, fondue means to melt. You have to melt something. You I got win. me again, Teresa. <laughs> I win. This is why she is smarter than I am. Um, so that's going to do it for us because we have 57 seconds left, according to the clock. We're doing great here, yes. folks. Um, one, thank you all for coming. Yes, thank you. Two, thank you to BB, who is in the dressing room and totally chill. Um, thank you, Nashville. We did that already. What? You did that? You thank them twice as because they're awesome. Yeah. Two, two times good. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to finish at the last. Oh my second. gosh. Um, I want to say thank you to my brother, my brother, and me for letting us open for them. <laughs> so kind. So gracious of them. So kind. Thank you to MaximumFun.org. Go listen to all the other amazing shows. Um, thank, thank you, you to, to Brent, Brentlefloss Black, for our theme music, which is available as a ringtone, if you all liked that. And that's going to do it for us. Join us again next week. No RSVP required. You've been listening to Schmanners. Manners, Schmanners. Get it? MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.